1: Welcome to the Raptors Over Everything live call-in show presented by KFC. I'm your host, Wayne Lou. I'm joined by faithful co-host Josh Hart um, at, in a new time slot, 6 p.m. on Monday. 6 p.m. Monday. Hey, how are you feeling?
4: Pretty good. Good weekend. Nice in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, sun was shining. Yep. Sun was shining on the Raptors. Two wins. Buddy. Neither were very competitive or um,
1: good TV, but hell yeah, dude. Uh, I got to say, um, my mood entering Sunday's game against the Pacers, I kind of almost forgot there was a game. Uh, went to the yeah. game in a t-shirt and a jacket. Um, and wasn't that excited, but god damn. They that find was, a way to cool. entertain you every single game. I was enthralled by the end.
4: Yeah, it it got more... Like, how ridiculous can this game get? Capped off by
1: Matt Thomas going, what, 17 points in the fourth quarter? So, okay, but here's the thing. I asked Ben this <laughs> earlier. Um, no, who, I have asked somebody in the office earlier. How many Raptors... Have scored seventeen points in a quarter. Like a, it, it's, yeah, you got to be up for some great company. Yeah, you know, no, it's, what
4: I mean, that's a that's a good stats and info request.
1: Yeah, there you go. Um, uh. <laughs> maybe we could have looked it up before this, but yeah, you know, who, who needs it? It's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. Yeah, so the energy is uh, a little bit different. Uh, hopefully, we still have the same vibes as Friday afternoon. But I think you know, the,
4: the slander writes itself. Uh,
1: yeah, it really does. <laughs> um, yeah, yesterday's game was was great. Only in the sense that you know, I, I almost regret doing the slander pod. Only in the sense that like. I felt like it wasn't enough credit given to the Raptors because, like, that was an example of 15 guys coming in with, like, a full mind to just do work and just executing from start to finish. And I was very proud of them for coming away with – like, that's how you win 46 points. Like, every single quarter, you come in, your guys come in, they play well, and they dominate.
4: We should also be – there should be some congratulations to the um, bars, restaurants, uh, nightclubs that entertained these Pacers on Saturday night in Toronto. They – they, as much as, you know, O'Shea Brissett contributed to that win yesterday night.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, um, <laughs> the, the Toronto nightlife thing is it's definitely a thing, especially because uh, uh, you you brought this up, because yeah. I was asking you about the best wins this season, and we've had a couple of them. You know, Utah Jazz, they were up 40 at halftime. Amazing. And uh, they held on, obviously, you know, up 40. Um, and then they had a 30-point comeback against the Mavericks yeah. as well. That was in the last 14 minutes of the game, The yeah. 30-point comeback. Incredible. Yeah. Um, and as you pointed out, those two games were also on Sundays. Hey, Toronto, hell of a city. Yeah, man. It
4: they we we as a city come together behind this team. You know, we we, we still wine and dine the opposing teams oh. to uh, to help take them down. And uh, <laughs> definitely yeah. some whining. Yeah, definitely some whining yeah. <laughs> and some dining. We're not talking Mario either. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. No. It's it's been awesome. It's most Sunday night games. You. I don't know. It's fun to see the Raptors delivering entertaining games against whatever competition on mm-hmm. Sunday nights, which have for many franchises been sort of a highlighted matchup. And yeah, the Raptors have been awesome.
1: Yeah. It's too bad we couldn't play the Bucks on a uh, Sunday night. On a Sunday night. But you know, we're going to play the Bucks tomorrow. That's going to be a very good game. And uh, I'm anticipating a lot of calls uh, about this upcoming Bucks game, including on line one. We got <laughs> Kevin in Ke- Toronto. Kevin, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, guys. Uh... Uh, is this William and Josh. Yes, correct. Um, William, uh, I've been listening to you since like your days at Raptors Republic. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I remember like one game you like, um, like right after I think it was against Phoenix. Uh, like Patterson, Patrick Patterson. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you remember that guy, but um, who? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah Unfortunately, I yes. Yeah. Um, <clears> it was like 2016, and like he injured his knee, and like um, he kind of was like never the same. Like, yeah. He went from averaging like nine and five to like eight and three yeah like it was kind of cost of the championship but uh, so I just had uh, I think two quick questions about uh, Kyle mm. or yeah Kyle so um, I was wondering um, do you think um, in the when it comes to the postseason do you think he can be consistent because um, you know last year he had like zero points against uh, Orlando in the first game and then a couple years before that he had like eight points against like del And he, like, had his, like, moments where he has, like, 30-plus points Mm -hmm. and drops, like, seven threes in a game. But, like, I don't know if he's going to be able to be consistent, especially now since um, he's going to have, like, a bigger role um, as opposed to last year.
1: That's a good question. Um, I think we kind of know, though. Like, this is kind of the manner in terms of Kyle's scoring is just – for a guy who's six feet tall, like, he he really needs the right matchups. He really needs the right situations. And he's going to rely a lot on the three point shot, and that's going to come and go a little bit for him. Um, and so his scoring is just going to vary. Like it's he's not like a natural six foot eight scorer who's going to come in every single night and give you a consistent twenty. Like it's just it's not that easy for Kyle. The one thing with Kyle's consistency is, just like he competes every single time. Um, but yeah, I mean as a number two scorer, uh, this consistency will come and go. He definitely has great moments for sure. Like you yeah. know we saw that in last year's playoffs. We saw the highs and we saw the very lows. Um but that's I don't know. I think that's just kinda of the nature of Kyle's game in terms of as a score. Josh, what do you think? I was just
4: looking at the Kyle Lowers game log from the um second half of the run last year. If consistency's you know, his in wins being a plus seven or better and in losses being at no worst a minus ten, I think he'll be fine. Okay. He never I don't think the consistency is gonna be a huge issue, um, especially because the role he has in the offense Um, this year allows for there to be a lot more variance. That you have guys like Norm Powell and um, OG who are expected to show up and provide real scoring. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think a year ago you would expect, you know, one of Norm, OG, even Terrence Davis is probably going to get the opportunities to be asked to put up, you know, 12 to 15 points. And if that means Kyle's going from being a 20-point scorer in the playoffs to a 10-point scorer, I don't think that... I don't think that drop off will, uh, will be cause for concern. It'll just sort of be, you know, a, a change in the way the team goes out to win in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, gee. Um, oh, gee. I think I remember, like, not last year, but the year before that, um, he had, like, some pretty good games. Like, remember he had a game time shot versus the Cavs on yep.
1: the road? Yeah. Very, very memorable.
2: And, uh, he, like, uh, had some good games against the Wizards, um, shoved uh, Marquette Morris a couple times. Yep. Well, yeah. Uh yeah. Whatever that, that might, like, you know, <laughs> he's a free agent now, so, you know, he may be playing with him soon, but, um, I just have one more quick question. Um, yep. Are you uh, concerned about Pascal's late game uh, free throw shooting? Because I think it was like the game against um, the Nets, the Pacers, last year versus the Bucks. even in the All-Star game. Yep. Like, he's never hit two in a row. And that is uh, like, you know, probably the two most important free throws of the game. Mm. And I'm getting kind of like, it's kind of a trend that's growing. And um, I, w- I was wondering if that, like, you know, might change or should it be concerned concern um, to most fans?
1: I mean, I'm not as worried about the free throw shooting. I, I think he's made two in a row in, in crunch time at some point. Um, but you know what? I, I think it's really just goes to the idea that like, I, I do think he gets worn down as the game goes on. Yep. Um, and there's this kind of a tendency with Pascal to sort of like, like come in bursts. He'll mm-hmm. you know, score like 10 points and then like two and then two and then another 10. Um, really, I, I'm more concerned about sort of just like what situation is he going to get a shot? in crunch time yeah like what what set plays are we getting him Where, which side of the floor which area of the floor is he facing up or is he backing down like that's what I'm more uh, concerned about more than the free throw shooting because I think Pascal's a fine free throw shooter I don't think no, this is like a case of nerves or anything like that yeah, yeah. I,
4: I don't know I think this clutch free throw stuff I've seen Anthony Davis last Sunday night and then yesterday night miss a very clutch free throw time and time again it's not something that I hold these guys to above and beyond I think that you know, if you're in the late-game free-throw situation, it's because other things have gone wrong, and if Pascal is able to score in the clutch and doing what he's good at, then I don't think we'll be yeah. looking at him uh, at the free-throw line too much. Well, that's kind of how I feel about it. All
2: right, guys, thank you so much. Uh, have a, keep a cool the good one. work, guys. Thanks All for
1: right, cool. listening. Thanks for calling in. Peace. Appreciate it. See you. Yeah, and you know, the other thing with... Um with Kyle's variation in scoring, I mean, in previous seasons, I think it was much bigger. It's a much bigger issue just because they didn't really have other guys who can step up and, yeah. like, really provide that scoring. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about a 2016 team that went to the Eastern Conference finals, Kyle could score, DeMar could score, JV could score. Could any o- other player on that team score? The what year are you talking about? 2016.
4: Norm Powell, come on.
1: Indiana, you know that was the one the legend of Norm Powell began. No, of course not. I yeah, mean, like I, I'm was just like Norm Mar- propaganda. C, like who, who do we have that year? Corey Joseph, Damari Carroll, Patrick Patterson. Yeah, nobody. You know what I mean? Like if you're if Kyle's not scoring, those teams are in trouble. 2017 kind of the same yeah. deal. You got Surge, but Surge that year really was not good. Um, 2018 kind of, even even 2018 still kind of the same thing, and you know in in, in more. Um, in more recent iterations of this team, like, if you look at it this year, like, I, I really do believe that Norm, uh, you know, given the way he's improved this season, yep. can step up as a secondary scorer at times. We Mark Gasol is going to. Mark can step into that role. Serge can step into that yep. role. Um, Fred can step into that role. Yep. I, you know, there's a, just a lot of options there. So, yeah. Even Terrence Davis can occasionally do it. I don't know if in a playoff setting, but I don't know. It's Terrence just, Davis is
4: going to shoot the ball. <laughs> you he's going to shoot the ball, yeah. Terrence <laughs> well, Davis is going to check in and
1: shoot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. When McCaw has the fluke.
4: We have, on line two, uh, a legendary call to the show, Vitaly from Moscow. Vitaly, welcome back to the show. Can you guys hear that? Uh, yes, you we hear that? yes, we can. Yes, we can.
5: That's me, that's me putting one out for Indiana fans. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, awesome. Wow. I'm, uh, I, I, I had to do it one time for uh, the Pacers fans, man. That,
1: that, that was... was uh,
5: look look how they massacred their boy. Oh. <laughs> Actually. It's... Oh,
1: What's man. wrong with them? Like, yeah, what's going on with the Pacers? <laughs> what's wrong with them, man?
5: It, it, was, it was mental, man. You just They were shook, and I don't like to use that word a lot, but uh, the defensive intensity, those guys were scared. Mm. They were thinking about going home. They were done. They were By done. the five minutes into the first quarter, it was game over.
1: It was 12-1 uh, to 1 after two minutes. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, I woke up this morning, could not believe the score. Uh, I didn't yeah. watch it live.
1: The, oh yeah. I was
5: like, you know? They were giving, am the, Co- things
1: a they were giving the Kobe tri- uh, tribute. They were giving the Kobe 81. tribute. 81. 81. <laughs> Hold points. Oh, that's,
5: that's, that's good. 81
4: points total.
1: Yeah.
5: And we won by 24 two times, almost. <laughs> almost we almost hit them with that 48. Uh, Josh, you look fresh, man. Uh oh, thank head, you. Head is looking shiny, man. Looking like uh you look like Jamaican Joe Rogan today. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh,
4: my
1: goodness. I, oh, my thank God. Thank you, I,
5: I've been, I was wondering why you wore the hat, but you got to show it sometimes. Yeah. You, I got to let him know. The...
4: I'm, I'm proud. of yeah, I'm, man. I'm keeping it shiny.
5: Yeah. That's it. I love it. Um, guys, it, it's only been a few days, but I do have another big fraud. Oh, okay, because wow. After I hung up on Friday, I listened in a little bit yeah. before I went out. And, man, uh I know your, your show is not The circus, but you, you had a clown call in. <laughs> he, uh, he's from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, that guy. And, uh, oh, my God, yeah, yeah. Man, I, was he hallucinating? Was, <laughs> maybe you guys need to do better screening when oh, somebody wow. calls in. Yeah. But this guy, this guy said, so what was his prediction? He said the Nets would beat the
1: Raptors in five? he said I'm he not said sure how many games but he definitely said Nets over Raptors and then he said and I asked him why and he said Spencer Dinwiddie
4: Lavert. <laughs> yeah I didn't really understand where he's coming from I, we wanted to yeah I don't know
5: I'm glad the funniest part uh, sorry go ahead sir. I do
4: like that he ha- he had the courage to say it with his chest that he mm-hmm. really believes in that squad but yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't get it at all. That's
1: such a clear no. First that's that's exit.
5: what you call uh, uninformed blind allegiance, man. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, the funniest part, Will, you asked him. You're like, so who's gonna guard Siakam? He's like, hey man, Torian Prince. I almost, <laughs> <laughs> I almost spit, literally that moment, I almost spit out my vodka. I was yeah. dying. I just <laughs> this guy's a Torian Prince. Yeah, this doesn't guy, make any sense. Pascal will put 40 on him with one ankle. This is this is hilarious. Yeah. So you this know, it, it sucks for Kai. Because uh, this is, what, three years in a row? Serious? Maybe four years. Yeah. Uh, I think it's time. Listen, they don't talk about him like he's injury prone. This guy is as injury prone as it gets. Yeah,
4: he missed most of his year at Duke. Like, he's never been the picture of health.
1: Yeah, and it's really sad that he had that knee surgery and he got, like, a serious infection in yeah. there somewhere yeah. around, like, the screw that they put into his knee. It sounds real gross, but... You know what? It's a, it's a shame, too, because I know people don't like Kyrie for the personality and stuff like that, but as a just as a pure basketball fan, Kyrie's, like, amazing to watch. Like yeah, And it's the, sad that he can't play anymore. One of
4: the best handles we'll ever see. One of the best... I remember his first year with LeBron in Cleveland. There were yeah, games where... He put where,
1: 55 on Kawhi. Uh, yeah, and, that, the was, that was
4: the game I'm thinking of. And I remember thinking, like, this is one of the best, like, layup packages I've ever seen. Like, Amazing, he yeah. could finish at the rim, like, not really many guards, I think I've ever... Without the athleticism well, of um, like You remember Russ.
5: the first game of the season, he dropped, like, 55, almost hit yeah. the game winner. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, no, his handle, his... Uh, Able, his ability to finish with both hands I, I really I wish him well yeah. um, hopefully his injury goes full circle just like uh, the earth and the round <laughs> circle that <laughs> it is um, can we really quickly man uh, in honor Dwayne Wade had his jersey retired last week can, can we do a little Dwayne Wade is that ok
1: oh definitely definitely what do you think man, of the dunk contest all, dude he ruined is, it
5: <laughs> oh my god so the funniest moment uh, they They kind of all had an agreement they was going and yeah, they yeah. they all look over and the, he's right at the end, and of course it's his uh miami comrade, yeah man how this guy you you dunk dunk over Taco Fall. Well, if that's a forty seven what do you have to do to get a fifty you have to dunk over the c n tower
1: yeah, like <laughs> seriously, what's going on, man? you gotta bring Yao Ming's big head out here. <laughs>
5: No, that that was disgusting. But
1: Derrick Jones Jr. He did the same dunk. Yeah, yeah actually, though, i was so tired of it. Yeah, man.
4: the only one that was cool is when he bounced it off of the backboard and then caught it. But even then,
1: yeah. How nah, was that as cool as Markel Fultz bouncing off the side of the backboard? No, that was Aaron the best dunk. 360 spin like with one hand. I really do so believe smooth. there should be
4: like a commissioner's call where. Adam Silver's like, that's the best dunk. Like, it's over it. Because you can't expect these guys to have six, seven dunks prepared. Yo,
1: I think Aaron Gordon has had 10, 50 dunks. Yeah, it's eight, but still. It's eight? Yeah, 8, in, in the two dunk In contest? the two dunk contest. Only eight, eight. wow, okay. I but think but more, still,
5: eight. There, we're talking there, there no, I know these, <laughs> bro. In 16, they had sudden death, so maybe more than eight. Yeah, it's just
4: wait. You The sudden death stuff, it's, like, it, it's BS. Yeah, they gotta, it should they gotta be gotta at most type, one sure. more dunk, and then you just decide who had the best dunk in sudden death. Yeah, but
1: Dwayne
5: Wade yeah, for Wade, that's the tip of the iceberg, man. First of all, the 2006 finals, uh, this like third year, Dwayne Wade, they gave him like 17 free throws a game. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I don't know uh, how how much money they were giving. Uh, I don't know if Tim Donaghy's boys were working <laughs> on it, but well? Dallas got screwed heavy, man. They they were giving Dwayne Wade respect like his prime Michael Jordan. It was yeah. disgusting. It was one of the worst displays I've ever seen. Mm. And man, he was just a dirty player. Just a dirt, like he was. Um, like he he, he broke Rondo's so arm. could walk, man. He he would put his knee into your chest and 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 call a blocking foul. It was garbage.
4: Mm. Yeah, I I agree for the most part, but there are things about Dwayne Wade that I think I don't know. I I always really liked his personality. I think that on the court, yeah, the fact that he was always dogging the refs got old quickly. Mm. But I don't know. The things that I, I love to watch Dwayne Wade lose, I never really enjoyed watching him win, but I was always glad that he was made a great foil. He made a really good like character in the league. And him and LeBron oh, he, being like... That was an iconic duo. I good, really liked watching It was good fun.
5: But, yeah, yeah. He's, I'm very like, mixed emotions towards him. Obviously, had a great career, accomplished a lot, but he had moments
1: where he, it was easy to hate him. Yeah, yeah, oh, for super. sure.
4: For like sure. just like Paul, like Paul Pierce is someone that he I'll actually never is like.
1: Paul Piercy you know, in a, in many ways, but,
4: yeah. super strong. Like I'll never really like Paul Pierce, but.
1: I'll never like Paul Pierce. But I have to. I think uh, Paul Pierce is more hateable
5: for his post-playing career, his uh, his media. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's so
1: good. Him and Ryan Holland. That's Holland's easy, last year. man. That's me. That's me. Oh, that's easy. That's... He's a wing guy.
4: So, though uh, my favorite part about Dwayne Wade is his last uh, game in Toronto, where the where Kawhi Leonard in overtime just said, "You're not going to the playoffs, old man. Mm, it's over." That was mm, one of the, That was one of the best games of last season when the Raptors functionally eliminated the Miami Heat.
1: That was great. That was also great when the Raptors beat the Heat. So. Dwayne Wade never got to play against LeBron.
4: Yeah, that was great. People uh. were dying for it, and then
1: Kyle Iyer was <laughs> like, "Here's 35 for your head." Yeah, what a, what a wonderful time. Yeah.
5: So, so why did you guys switch to Monday? Production staff wanted to enjoy their Friday, or what?
1: Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to call you back, Vitaly. <laughs> All right, Vitaly, have a good
4: one. Thanks for calling okay, in. Cheers, cheers. be good. Bye. Peace. <laughs>
1: um
4: I think we just wanted to showcase the show. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday nights are people going out to eat.
1: It's harder to get views on Fridays. Yeah, and, and you have more. You have more life. Uh, yeah, on Mondays. That's, that's really why.
4: I, yeah, I think the show got to the place where it, be, it being featured made sense. Sure. Yeah. And I hope that you guys are all telling your friends, telling your, you know,
1: yeah, seriously, grow the show.
4: Tell your boss. Tell your
1: uh, tell, maybe not tell your boss that you're watching this.
4: But, it's, but you're, <laughs> you're at home. It's six p.m.
1: Oh, uh, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I guess not everyone works at six.
4: Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's true. But if you are watching and you're at work, just don't tell your boss, but keep watching.
1: Mm. All right. Another call?
4: Yeah, on line one, we have Ryan in Toronto. Ryan, welcome to the show.
6: Hey, guys. uh, Happy Monday. Happy
4: Happy Monday. Monday.
6: Yeah, thanks for uh, having this at 6 so I can call in.
1: Oh, perfect. See, this is why we changed it.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, for my question, uh, a lot of sports fans like me uh like both the leafs and the raptors Mm -hmm. and they watched the raptors win by 46 on sunday while the (laughs) leafs lost to a literal zamboni driver
1: their own zamboni driver they paid someone to beat them
6: (laughs) 42 year old zamboni driver yeah yeah And uh, just the difference in compete level during the regular season between those two teams is insane to me. And I I was just wondering, because the Raptors seem to play so close to their ceiling for the whole season, how do you think that could impact them in the playoffs? Is it possible they could peter out? Or the fact that they're so good at being at that level for so long could help them in
1: the playoffs? I mean, it could go either way, to be honest. I I think um, what I do like to see is that, their intensity at every single game is already a playoff level intensity. Yeah. And, you know, the, really the only downside of that is maybe you wear some guys out and you lose a couple of guys due to injury because you're defending so hard. But, I mean, like, for the most part, I, I think it's fine. Really, when you see teams dropping off in the playoffs, it's not even so much choking or anything like that. It's it's kind of an easy narrative. It's really just usually bad matchups.
4: Bad matchups and injuries. Like, yeah. not looking at what ha- what's happening to the 76ers... They are kind of set up to be a first round exit and I don't know besides Brett Brown who you point fingers at because Joel Embiid's been in and out with injury. Ben Simmons looked like he will be like we don't know the details, but if he comes back, who knows? The Raptors right now, I'm not really worried about them being consistently at their ceiling because the Raptors are consistently proving it's not one guy, it's not two guys, it's
1: Yeah. And their ceiling's very damn good. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And their floor is really damn good. I don't think this team can go out and put up a goose egg because you're going to have three of the seven guys who matter on this team playing well any night. Yeah. And if OG Pascal and Mark are playing well, you have a pretty good night on your hands.
1: Ryan, I got to ask you: when, when the Raptors and Leafs play on the same day, which one are you watching?
6: Uh, honestly, it depends on who the Raptors play because uh, the Raptors usually just win.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, the, the winning's gotten boring for you.
6: No, it's not oh. boring. It's just uh, I can engage with it in a different way, like more okay. so on Twitter with the reactions and everything. The Leafs, you don't know what team you're going to get. It's a mixed bag. Yeah. You, you, you have to tune in to see if it's worth watching. And a lot of the time you do tune out of the Leafs game if they're putting in a poor effort and put on that Raptors game. Wow. I I actually have two screens, so I usually oh, just pick Flex. one to mute.
1: <laughs> wow. Whoa. All right. How many screens do you got at home? Uh, you know I watch on my VPN. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm real. The, the, how 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 hard are you taking the Leafs' loss to uh, Steve Ayer?
6: It's honestly worse than the four-one lead against Boston. It's
1: whoa!
4: It's, I do you mean that. Seems that seems out of control. I guess it's more humiliating.
1: It's <laughs> like one of the most humiliating stories what's, in sports.
4: What's crazy is the Leafs were. There is a feel-good story circulating the media at the Leafs' expense. Yeah, like yeah. everyone's just happy for Steve, and it's
1: like, oh, this is an amazing <laughs> story.
6: Yeah, yeah, I'm happy for him, but like, our first two shots on him went in, and then we couldn't muster <laughs> a game together. Like, <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, it is pretty bad. I guess I don't know. To, I don't know what to tell you. It re- does remind me of a great idea that I had. Wouldn't it be cool? If in like the NBA, if your team was getting blown out, a random person like you oh, pull the yeah, name yeah. out of the hat, yeah, yeah. and every it's basket, like, oh, Drake is gonna yeah, every basket they score counts guard. for like four, so you just mm. have like a feet. So all one, the opposing team needs to decide if they're going to defend this random, so yeah. they can't score, okay. So the rest of the team is able to to operate, or if they just challenge like this random, who you know sometimes you're gonna get a father of four from the suburbs, and the other time you're going to get a you know, former college uh, basketball player who's sure. going to put up buckets.
1: Um, Drake would show up <laughs> to every game if he had a chance to get That's in. True. I was going to say, this is basically how Matt Thomas operates. So. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, Matt Thomas really does have a game like uh, from the Lifetime Fitness in Mississauga.
1: Yeah. Anyway, Ryan, I, I apologize for the least, but at least you got the Raptors. Yeah, yeah really
6: the, rap- the Raptors make up for all of it. I'm glad this was on Sunday.
1: Yeah, there you go. Hell yeah!
4: All right, have a good one. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Peace. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, honestly, you know, it's a great thing because I don't even like talking about the lease. especially because people like to compare Raptors to Lease all the time. I'm like, you know, whatever. Nobody was doing that when the Raptors were trash. Yeah, but, you know what I mean. mean. But um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's an incredible story.
4: If I wonder what the like. What most Torontonians, if they had tickets for one of the two teams, which they would prefer to have. You know, hockey's real cold. It's cold cold, in the arena. But it is really fun to watch live. I've only seen one game live. Hockey in the arena is amazing. I've only gone to one game, too. Me and my dad went to go see the Leafs play the... I want to say the New York Rangers in 2003. Mm. And he got the tickets from like a colleague at work. And they were crazy good. Like row seven seats. Wow. wow. And it was like a crazy game. It was like 6-5, high scoring, mm-hmm. lots of fights. Ty Domi got ejected. It was like, oh, this yeah. is fucking cool. Yeah. And then we're on our way home. And uh, Bob McCown was doing post-game on the fan. And he said, that was the best. That was one of the best hockey games I ever saw. I'm like, I'm done with them. Yeah. So this was the best. Wow. What am I going to come back for? Fair enough. Watch my team lose to a Zamboni player?
1: Yikes. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have loved to be there, to be <laughs> honest. Anyway, we got a... If, if, if I'm thinking this correctly, we got we got a f- close friend. We have a friend of the show? Yeah.
4: Dierier from Scarborough. Welcome to the show.
1: My guys. What's good? <laughs> what's, what's up, good? man? Happy Monday, boys. Yo, what's are, you, are you mad that Josh stole your whole look? <laughs> I was about to say, I will like, say, Josh, you need to
0: drop a skincare routine. Look, you're glowing today. My oh, God. Wow.
4: Thank you, my friend. Thank <laughs> you, my friend. How are you doing? I got
0: I'm oh, blessed, okay. man. All I right. hope you guys are good. You got Turtleneck Games strong. Yeah. We'll all block everything. I see you. This
1: is literally the last time I saw you. You had this exact outfit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You, was, you may or may not have had the cap. But I don't know.
0: Yeah. He, he glo- he's a glowed up version of me, so it's all blessed. Oh, okay. The
1: studio lights help, but thank wow. you. Thank
4: you. <laughs> <laughs> it's too nice. Nivea for men. <laughs>
0: Listen, man. I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm just not using that head and shoulder in 2 and 1 anymore. It's all good. <laughs>
1: That's what happened? It went from two, and two to one to zero to one? <laughs>
0: listen, man. Listen, man. Um, All the money I saved on shampoo and trust. Okay. It's true. <laughs> it's true.
1: <laughs> no, it's, that's a line item. For
4: a, for most people, there's a line item, shampoo. Yeah, it was. Listen, zero for me. It's
0: low, it's low maintenance. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a high floor, low ceiling. But no, I let now it pay there's, it. No I got it. there's
4: no line for got There's <laughs> no line.
0: Uh Right. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> no, look, I'm just calling in because, like, on the same line as listen. Yeah. I don't know how you recover from losing to Zamboni drivers. I'm mm. trying to figure out like the NBA equivalent of that.
7: Yeah. And the only
0: thing I could think of was it's not even an NBA; it was a college basketball. I think this was a, a couple years ago. Shout out to Colin Sexton; he's part of this. I remember Alabama played Minnesota. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. There was only three guys on the court. Only
0: oh, <laughs> three guys. Their whole bench got ejected. Yeah, yeah. 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 There was a fight yeah. or some shit. They had it had a fight. They had four guys. They yeah. were down to four. The third guy went down with injuries. So it had three dudes. Colin <laughs> Sexton scored like forty points. Yeah, and yeah. almost won. Like they, legit- yeah. it was legitimately like a three point game with like two minutes to go. Yep. And like I don't, I don't. But like again, in the NBA, I remember years ago? I think it was like Chris Kamen, Lakers era where. Oh they had yeah, like yeah, yeah. He laid on the like bench. Five, yeah, yeah <laughs> but I'm. He took a <laughs> But yeah, I, was, I don't even know like. Listen, losing by 45 and having Matt Thomas score 17 might be close. Hey, man, 46.
1: I, no, I think 46. the, the equivalent bad, 40, is like you right. to you right. the change them. I'm going to be Nick Nurse on that. I'm going to throw the challenge flag.
0: Yeah, if you guys can think of like a scenario in the NBA, it might be like the equivalent of that, real or imagined. Like, that's all I got right now.
1: You know, honestly, not even in a game, but when Kevin Hart beat Draymond Green in that three-point contest... Yes! <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: they had... See, I think if you look back, <laughs> they kind of messed up the scoring on purpose. They had rigged it because, oh yeah, because they had the trophy. Yeah, Kevin Kevin Hart definitely beat him. Yeah, <laughs> they just ignored his last shot like, oh no, it was too late. Even though he, that was like peak backpack shooting, Draymond.
1: Yeah. That or the expansion raptors being one of the ten losses that uh yeah, the, the Chicago Bulls, and 10 Bulls had suffered. But even <laughs> still, like we're talking about professionals <laughs> against professionals, like a forty two year old guy who had like dialysis and he just came in and he just he gave him
0: He was on, dude, he was on the payroll. Yeah, yeah he I was on, <laughs> he was on the payroll. They had a dude that's like, All right, bet, we're gonna put this guy in who's on our payroll. Yeah. And we're gonna lose th-
1: like Yo, that's like, honestly if like the Indiana Pacers yesterday had Herbie Kuhn. <laughs> <laughs> he put like eighty on the Raptors.
0: Like Herbie Coon, like the bastion of professionalism, who oh, sees man. everything and everything, just yep. as outwardly laughing over to PA. Yo, that was crazy. That was, crazy.
1: That was nah, incredible. See, if,
0: I'm, if I'm, you know, if I'm in any of the holidays, I gotta run up on him. And be he like, said,
1: ha, God, ha, God. "Ha ha ha ha! <laughs> for the
4: lamb." I'm dying. Yeah, that's really, really quite disrespectful. And Herbie Coon's such a respectful guy because he's always pronouncing the living shit out of people's names. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dario oh, yeah. <laughs> i. Sorry, no, no, there. I wanted to ask you, what was the most surprising Herbie Kuhn pronunciation of a player's name?
6: Oh, man.
0: He really went hard on Hito Turkulu oh, Like, he God. was hitting all the <laughs> emphasis. Like, it was kind of, yeah, yeah. like, it was unnecessary for, for that dude. Yeah. Like, I felt like, I, I mean, Sir, he, he gets Serge Ibaka's name on point every single time. Serge Ser- like, Ibaka. Ibaka. Ibaka! Yeah, yeah My, it's like, I, yeah. I don't even know if Serge pronounces it that way. My but, like, favorite...
4: My favorite one was the 2015 Atlanta Hawks because it's four regular names. It's mm-hmm. like Kyle Corver, Damari Carroll, and he's like, Denny Schroeder. <laughs> What's going on? Because he's just like, yeah, he loves
7: Schroeder. He, what the Schroeder's Raptors, there's
4: yeah. always a couple names that are exactly. unique. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It's Which when he just like- said like Kyle Corver. And then In the Raptors
0: are like a set of everything bagels, right? And, that, and, and then the land Hawks pulled up as four plain bagels and then one onion bagel. Exactly. Like, oh, listen, we got, no. we, got, S- surprise. we got we got our best life here. I mean the on point.
4: That's exactly what I yeah, wh- uh, how I felt. Oh Do you have an answer? <laughs> Most unique name pronunciation from uh, Herbie Kuhn? Uh
1: you know, uh, Schroeder is definitely the all time one. Schroeder. Schroeder. Uh he called, sh- he called him he called him Shade, like he was the smooth <laughs> operator. Uh <laughs> No, uh, the, the earlier this year on the Dallas Mavericks, uh, they had yeah. Ryan Brokov, which yeah. is a regular name. Yeah. Like an anglicized like, you know what I mean, you know, just name and he went Ryan Brokov. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Man, why?" Just <laughs> yeah. like
0: he's adding still, like it's, it, I, I like, yeah, it's effort, like, you know, he's like he's putting in his like, you know, yeah, du- full Duolingo game check needs the game <laughs> check.
1: He needs a Duolingo sponsorship right now. He's facts facts. Yeah. No, it's it's amazing.
0: Like, adding syllables to names that don't
1: have those syllables is yeah. truly an art form, I, so yeah. I respect it. Bro, he sounds like me in grade 9 French, man. I wouldn't. I'm like, listen. <laughs> I don't know what that means. mean, it's like. What's not it, Greg?
0: Made, Connie West made the word diamonds four syllables, so like, I still think that's a ceiling. So, oh, my God. So I don't know if he's like on Connie pronouncing diamonds with four syllables level, but he's working hard to get there. No,
1: nah, man. Respect Herbie, man. Day one. Day one legend. Hey,
0: A1 is day one, man.
1: Day one. Yeah. That's facts. All right, dear. all right, dearie.
4: Thanks for calling I in. I must love guys. Right. Have a cool
1: yeah. Peace, <laughs> Denny Schroeder. <laughs> Yo, he, uh, the Schroeder one kills me every but, time, man. Like why? Um, you know, I think Herbie might be part Paul Millsap,
4: <laughs> and then yeah, maybe Herbie Coon sounds yeah Herbert Kuhn.
1: Yeah, and there's that uh, umlaut denny <laughs> i want to see him do like epl games man hey, he, he would have a time he would have a ball
4: too. no he just needs the um the future the dallas mavericks want <laughs> next time oh in my dallas.
1: god yeah actually no. <laughs> um <All right. clears
4: throat> let's uh take a call from adnan in richmond hill adnan welcome to the show hey
5: how's it going guys
4: great how are you yeah good too
5: about honestly shout out to both of you i love your podcast oh thanks and i've Thank been you. loving the show Thank you. Uh, just the timing on the Friday has been a bit harder because of my lunch just never coincided with the podcast. This okay. time I get to drive home and listen to you guys.
1: Oh, perfect. Awesome. Perfect. We did it for you. My only
5: worry was about Vitaly, man. I, I was just hoping that he would be on the podcast cause, you know, he's called from Moscow. I didn't want it to be too late for him, you know?
1: Yeah, what's the time in Moscow right now? I'm going to look at it right it's now. It going to be so late. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, what, what was your question, man?
5: Uh, it was actually about Fred Van Vliet. Um He's been playing really nice. Uh, it's 2.30 a.m. right <laughs> now.
1: Yo, salute, <laughs> salute Vitaly for calling it at 2.30 a.m. All right, sorry. Anyway, on. sorry, what were you saying?
5: No, that's fine. Um, yeah, no, uh, Fred Van Vliet, he's been awesome. He's been playing really well.
1: Yeah.
5: But what would you say is his price tag? Like, what would be the max that the Raptors would actually pay for him? Or what would be worth it to keep uh, Fred Van Vliet in? Because you're obviously not going to pay him a lot of money,
6: especially when you're looking to get Giannis and the year
1: after, right? I think you gotta have an infrastructure in place when Giannis comes. Yep, and I think Fred should be part of the infrastructure. Obviously, if we're talking mm-hmm. like someone's throwing the max at him randomly, which I do not <laughs> anticipate, um, then yeah, maybe you gotta let him go. But I, I really do think the Raptors are gonna make sure they retain him. I think it's probably gonna be like twenty, twenty-two in that area. Yeah. Zach Lowe was asked about this in his recent uh, one of his recent uh, low post podcasts, and um, he said fifteen to eighteen, which surprised me. seemed real low, but I don't know. It was kind of also a passing comment, so I wasn't sure if he gave that, like, a lot of thought. But if that is lower than what we've d- been describing here in Toronto, and, of course, you know, we would obviously know how valuable Fred is because we see him night in and night out, ball mm-hmm. out. But, you know, yeah, um, yeah I think 20-22. And I think Fred would be pretty happy with that, to be honest. If, if it's a difference between, like, you get 24 to go to Cleveland or 24 to go to Detroit or you got 22 to stay in Toronto, like, you know. Yeah, no. I, I, the marginal value just doesn't add up there. Yeah, I, yeah I, think that's, I think that's a good number.
4: Yeah. I think there was worry that it could be north of 25 at the beginning of the season when he came out playing like his well, head he's on fire. he's not playing
1: any worse now. He's playing the same level, I think. Like he, for the season, he's averaging like 18 and 7, shooting like 40% from three. I, that's pretty damn good. You know? Um, Yeah, Fred right now is averaging 17.7 points, 6.7 assists, 1.9 steals. Shooting thirty nine percent from three on seven attempts per game.
4: What's he shooting from two? Because he started the year so badly from uh, two.
1: You know, uh, on two is that's not his specialty. Forty three percent. That's good because he was shockingly like 30, low. He was
4: thirty four at the beginning of the season. It was like something alarmingly bad. Him and Marcus Gasol started yeah. the season not with any with no ability to finish at the rim. Yeah, Marcus Gasol's turned it around. <laughs> Clearly, the rest has helped him, But
5: yeah, anyway,
4: anyway. Thanks, Adnan, for yeah, calling um, in. Oh,
5: go ahead. No, yeah, just my only last comment was, like, I think there should be a stipulation for Fred. Mm. As long as he keeps ha- keeps having kids, I think
4: Toronto's going to be fit. <laughs> that's nuts. No, it's sound.
1: That 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 is that is correct. <laughs> that's, correct. that's correct. That's correct. Level
4: All up. Right, thank you so much, for
1: having- I right. appreciate it, man. Peace. All right, take care, guys. Bye. Uh, one thing I found out today yep. that really shocked me, Terrence Davis is a father.
4: Sh- sh- salute to him? Yeah. Is it TD3?
1: I guess there is a TD3 This is surprising Yeah I I, I read about it on a, There was an interview With Hoop Hype Hoops Hype Hoops Hype And he talked about Yeah being a father And stuff And I was just surprised I was like wow didn't, Yeah especially He, he just like, seems so young And precocious you And know? a lot of
4: the kids Are around the team But sh- salute to him
1: Yeah Congratulations Born six days before the draft Whoa And then even as a father He was like I- I'm good Don't draft me in the second round I'll go <laughs> to the summer league I'll go to the I'll go to the uh, G League Elite Showcase, camp Or yeah. whatever All this other stuff And you know
4: no, this guy, like, TD2 T- T- is going to be a well-taken-care-of player. He's... Yeah. He's...
1: <clears throat> he's awesome. amazing. Yeah, he's he's really good. Um, all, you know, I was just surprised. I don't know. He just always came across as, like, really understated and really young, but... And a lot of the guy's kids are around the team, but... That's
4: true. I mean, he probably... I don't know if he has his family up here. It's a big move.
1: Yeah. Um,
4: we have a question in the YouTube comments I wanted to ask. Uh, okay. Since Milwaukee is playing tonight, what are the odds that Giannis doesn't play tomorrow? I asked that because oh, man. well, you That'd saw be hilarious. you saw um, Nick Nurse's presser where he was asked if they'd see anything unique, and he was like, "No." It seems as though both teams have circled each other on the calendar and are not trying to show too much. The Raptors don't have a chance at catching.
1: What are the Bucks not going to show the Raptors? They have the same players as last year. <laughs> Their
4: new wrestling moves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why he's not going to play. <laughs>
4: yeah, I don't know. I think that it, I think that it, I don't know. I was curious. Do you think Giannis plays more? Yes. Do you think he plays? Because
1: Giannis is a player that has a lot of pride. And, you know, he, you want to show that the team that you lost to last year, you want to show that you're not trying to avoid them. So I, I think he plays. Um, unless if, if he doesn't play, it's a team decision to, like, hold him out for some sort of load management kind of schedule. But, I mean, he seems healthy and, you know, why, why not play? Um, is
4: tomorrow, Raptor, is tomorrow Greek heritage night for the Raptors?
1: Uh, you know, it was. I. It's hard to know these things in advance. Uh, I was surprised the other day after this Phoenix game that it was Croatian Heritage Night, um, because Dario Sarić, oh yeah. was uh was was in town and um that was cool. There was like a whole bunch of Croatian fans there. Wedding. I mean, was like, like when, a- when Rich
4: Collegiate. What's that? Did it look like Rich CI? Uh yeah, it did actually. <laughs> I
1: was <laughs> Ben's in there nodding because he knows he knows the vibes. <laughs> Him and uh, Stephen Harper, same school. Same school. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Harper. That's
4: true. And the Fords went
1: to Scarlet, so. Oh yeah! yeah. Shout out Scarlet Heights, man. <coughs> Scarlet Heights Institution of Technology, A entrepreneurial institution. Nah, of Technology. It's, it's still S H I T That's really their official. That is. That was the their uh, slogan. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, you know, this bus game is very interesting, though, cause, because um, I don't know if you want to hide that much. I mean, because first off, they play another two times after this. So, yep. you're going to hide, you're just going to throw away all three of these games. It seems a little implausible to me. I think they, you know, you want to see if some things do work or not. Like, I, I want to see more of OG on Giannis. We saw a little bit last um, time the Raptors played. Obviously, this is way, way back when, uh, like, second week of the season. They played in November, and the Raptors lost by 10 on the road. Yep. Um, in that game, they started with Pascal guarding Giannis, and Pascal picked up two quick fouls. The Raptors were down 12 to 1, like some Indiana Pacer behavior, and. Um, you know they fought back unless like the Pacers but like you know that game was very strange because again you have Pascal as the number one guy and he picks up two quick fouls trying to guard Giannis it doesn't quite make sense for him to do it it makes more sense for OG to do it OG has more strength OG is just physically built more similar to Giannis than Pascal who is a little more wiry but um yeah i want to see if OG can guard Giannis and uh you know it, it's it, it's it's also hard to hide things because like I mean, you're already hiding things. You don't have Norm and you don't have Mark for the game. Like, that's that's big time. Like, Norm is really, really important against the Bucks, obviously, as we know, in terms of with the scoring. But also, Mark is really important because he is such a good help defender and he's a huge body and a physical presence um, that, you know, you need against a guy like Brook Lopez and you need against a guy like Giannis. So, I don't really see the point in hiding anything. I was just think they should go and try to win the game.
4: I'm curious to see what the Raptors will do with um, the second body that they throw at Giannis cuz a team like it has to be Kyle but then I don't like the cross match as much as I'd like if Fred was fading uh, Wes West Matthews I was going to say who's guarding who Well it, I imagine it would be Kyle on Bledsoe Fred on Matthew, Matthews basically to hide Fred and then OG on Giannis Why you got to hide Fred though
1: I would say Fred is probably a better matchup for Bledsoe You think so eh Yeah but I mean it depends on who you, you want to help
4: But do you want I would I would rather see Kyle help and I say, don't okay, want to see fine. Fred help. Okay, fine. So I, to hide, I mean to I mean who, Fred to hide Fred from being the primary helper, help defender. Okay. on Giannis, because okay. I think Giannis on Fred is food. Not to be rude to Fred, but that's sure. But that's I mean Kyle, tough, and Kyle, and Giannis. But Kyle's Giannis a little, Kyle's. but Kyle, Gian, Kyle's a little thicker, and he's yeah. less, le, less likely to get back down
1: as easily as Fred is.
4: Okay. And he's a bit craftier. Like i, mean, I was just he's saying, saying, Fred a will event.
1: put up a real resistance. I, there are actually a couple of clips out there from last year, Kyle year's and Fred. No, I think Fred will still put up some resistance. I agree Fred
4: yeah, will yeah. put up some resistance. I don't think he's... I, yes, to say he's food is an exaggeration.
1: There's real clips out there of uh, Giannis going one-on-one against Fred and not, not But who do, you
4: want, who do you want to be the primary help defender, Kyle or Fred?
1: Uh, generally speaking, I want Kyle as the help defender. Yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, you, know, you can also move it differently because we've seen Pascal guard Bledsoe as well. And yeah. then you can make Pascal the help defender and Pascal's a little bit bigger. Yep. But, I mean, it'll be interesting. I, I think Nick actually just plays it straight up. I don't think there's any sort of chess match going on. I think they should just go... And try to win the game, and I hope Giannis plays, and I hope we see the best of these two teams. Try to go against each other, and then they can adjust going forward. But
4: you know, no, it's a so good. It's a. It'll be interesting to see what Fred, what um, Coach Nick Nurse decides to do with. Yeah, I think we've everybody's interested in seeing what will the Raptors do to try to contain. Yeah, yeah. There's no other point in watching that game other than to see what the Raptors do to try to slow him down. Yeah, and to see if they can shoot over that that drop scheme, but I'm not that interested. I believe they can Okay, there you go Okay, uh, on line two Yeah We have Syed in Toronto Sayed, welcome to the show Hi How's it going?
6: I'm good um, I just want to start off by saying um, I love your podcast I listen to it all the time It's great
4: Thank, Thank you. you
6: Yeah, so my question was um, So, I mean, I know you guys talk about the Raptors all the time And like the other outlets in Canada do but how come the American media doesn't really talk about the Raptors as much as we do, even though, like, I know, wh- what what do we need to do to get their attention?
1: I mean, I think we have their attention, to be honest. I think the Raptors got talked about f- a fair amount of times yeah. relative to the previous seasons. Um, I mean, no one's ever going to talk about the Raptors more than we talk about the Raptors because, like, we're here and we're a local market. Um, but I actually think that this year the American press has done a pretty good job of just not even necessarily they're not going above and beyond to hype the Raptors like they would you know there's a clear agenda to like talk more about the Lakers talk more about the Clippers talk more about Boston talk more about Philly maybe even talk more about Houston but like you know there's tiers, and I think the Raptors are in that second tier and it's fine I mean like if I were anything I would be more upset as a Milwaukee Bucks fan because you know we win every single game and we we (laughs) never get talked about except for when Giannis might potentially leave and it sucks (laughs) you know what I mean So I I actually think they're actually doing okay. There's been a lot of American guys like, you know, Perk, Perk, uh, you know, Zach Lowe, you know, Tim Bontemps. Like, there's a lot of people that Mm -hmm. talk about the Raptors, so I'm okay with it.
4: Yeah, I think that the American media's coverage will be determined by how close the Raptors are to the top of the standings. Mm -hmm. And right now, I think that, I don't know, I watch the jump every couple days, and Rachel Nichols is talking about the Raptors. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, how we feel. Thanks, Hayat, for calling have a good one cheers but cool um we have divroop from london DeVroop, welcome to the show hi
8: there how you doing man i'm good how about you guys we're good yeah, I'm a big fan of the show. Will, uh, you're great. Um, you're really responsive on social media. You have an amazing voice for the podcast. Oh, Josh, you. you do a great job, too. Thanks. So you guys are... <laughs> Josh does a
1: great job, too. Uh,
4: no, Will's the one. You know, S- you say two nice things <laughs> about Josh right now, please. Will, Will's the I guy. Do,
8: I, I, I have to admit, I do listen to Will a lot more. Will's the guy. The I know. Will's like, the guy. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a fan of you, too. You know?
4: I appreciate it.
8: Yeah. So, yeah, my <laughs> first question... Uh, I have a couple. So like my first question is how do you guys think the Raptors are portrayed in the media, especially in the American media? Okay.
1: Okay. I mean we 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 just answered this <laughs> on the last call, uh, so the time oh, is off. Really? Yeah but it's no, but it's okay. okay. <laughs> I mean I, I think I, I think they're actually getting the proper amount of coverage this year. I, I really do think that Okay. Being champions really did shift that. I know we like to talk about it, we like to focus on it. Yeah, sometimes they make they make silly things like um, you know, NBA TV's preseason uh, playoff prediction for the Eastern Conference Come on. the yeah. Raptors are 8th and slash out of the playoffs and that's hilarious to look back on um, but I think for the most part like since winning their championship they've gotten a lot more respect and I think honestly that's kind of how it works right like if you actually do something then people actually start mm-hmm. respecting you there's just not an unnecessary agenda. Because here's the thing. The Raptors aren't on ESPN much because ESPN does not get local ratings from Toronto. Yep. Because they're in okay. a different country. And then ESPN on the talking shows, their responsibility is not just to cover the league. It's, but but the, they have a clear bias in the sense that they want to pump up hmm. the games that they're going to be showing and broadcasting in the product. And so if the Raptors okay. not on ESPN to begin with, then, you know, they just have just naturally less incentive. But...
4: And what you get to do is you get to watch shows Like the one that you're watching now Promoted amongst mm-hmm. your friends And then we become the media And we're yeah, never sure, going to yeah. stop talking about the Raptors
1: Actually though, I talk about them <laughs> seven days a week <laughs> Yeah, that's true that's Twice true. on Sundays Yeah,
8: so I also kind of wanted to follow up with that Like what's it like working on the Canadian side of the media And how do you sort of um, <laughs> You know, compare that to the American side Like did you see like any other American reporters Worked with them Like what's it kind of like
1: uh, I mean, I've I've kind of I'm still relatively new to this, so mm-hmm. I haven't actually worked with that many people from the states in terms of the, the beats and stuff like that. So I can't really compare. Um, but it's cool, sure. like you know, there's a clear mandate to cover the Raptors here. So,
4: but I think the Raptors have been an interesting enough story for the last ten years, pretty much. That uh, there's coverage from I don't know, Zach Zach low is a. Basketball writer that many people listen to the he's show. And basically,
1: who, an honorary Torontonian, man. Yeah, I know, he Comes I know. here all the time.
4: <laughs> but but he's covered like he's he's one watch this team pretty t- seriously, and he's name checked you. So you're yeah. you're part of that. You're part of the media elite. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Anyhow.
8: Yeah, true, true. So, yeah, my second question, you guys kind of touched on the whole, like, the respect thing. So my, my second question focuses on, like, the respect of the Raptors because I still think the Raptors don't get nearly as much respect that they deserve because a lot of people sort of discounted the Raps entirely after Kawhi left, right? Mm-hmm. And no one could have even foreseen, like, the su- success that they're having right now. Yeah. And I still see, like, it's still quieter on the American media, but what you said earlier, like, made a lot of sense. Uh, like there's a couple of things that I just noticed personally like you know the account house of highlights on Instagram Uh yeah okay yeah so a, a couple times I noticed that they would like they would post the Raptors highlight but it would get taken down like almost immediately like I'd send it I'd be like I'd send it to one of my friends and I'd be like oh hey they they finally posted the Raptors because I find that they rarely ever do mm-hmm. um and like, five minutes later, boom, it's gone. So I, I found, like, that sort of stuff weird. Like, there was, uh, you know, like, the Patrick McCaw behind the pass – or, sorry, behind the back, like, pass, to I think. I forgot who dunked it, but it was in one of the games. It was, like, a couple weeks ago. It, it was, like – I think it was uh, Charles Davis?
1: Yeah, the Charlotte game, yeah.
8: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that post was, like, immediately deleted, and there was, like, a, like a couple other times um, that posts were deleted like that. I just found that weird, and it and – it, I. You know, like, I'm not trying to say that there's some sort of like secret agenda and stuff, but I'm, it's kind of like I'm pretty sure House of Highlights is owned
4: by ESPN or no, oh. Bleacher Report and Bleacher Report doesn't have agreements with every like Turner, ESPN um, Rogers and Bell they might not have agreements with all of them so you get oh, okay. a takedown notice because it's mm-hmm. breaking the law shout out to True. Omar Raja, and he's a Yes. Yeah,
8: yeah, no, it's a great account. I'm not trying to, like, trash them or anything. Yeah, but, um, I, 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 think it, that I think
4: it has more to do... Um, and they also, like, there's... any social media strategists will, like, take down posts if they're not uh, starting to trend because there's a... <laughs> Alex. Yeah, Alex. <laughs> there's an incentive <laughs> to, like, have great metrics, and if something isn't achieving great metrics for the reasons that we'll explain, it might not work. But there are lots of reasons. I'm not sure there's a great grand conspiracy orchestrated yeah, yeah, by yeah. Adam Silver to get Masai to New York City. <laughs>
7: no, no. Yeah, yeah That no. was um, sauce when that report came
1: out, man.
4: That, was... <laughs> that really did shake Will to his core. Yeah. It came out on a Friday night, came up, and Will was like, yo, you see this, bro? You see Masai? They, they want Masai to go to New York. I'm like, oh, it's, it's okay. Oh. <laughs> he'll,
8: yeah, he'll yeah, he'll yeah be,
4: honestly. Anyway. Yeah.
8: And my last, oh, my last, ahead final question was just about like the referees like i don't thing is i only like i watch the raptors and kind of the raptors only i don't really watch too many nba games outside Mm. so i don't know how the officiating is um and for other teams right but
4: did you see what mark davis did uh, to the celtics yesterday that's that's not great
8: (laughs) i heard i heard i heard there was some like bs it was um it was pretty bad
1: look man everyone gets screwed on the brother reps but that one's the one that's Everybody gets screwed by Mark Davis.
4: True. If Mark yeah. Davis True. is, is uh, you know, refering a game that you're watching, don't expect to leave happy.
8: Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, like, even Kawhi last year, like, you rarely see Kawhi get mad at refs or even, like, complain about calls, right? But I feel like on Toronto he did yeah. that, like, more frequently than normal. And, I was, you know, I just kind of wondered, like, is it a Canadian thing? Like, does the NBA kind of want to push Canadians out of the conversation, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's hard, it's hard not to feel that way right
4: yeah for sure uh really? will bit t- built his yeah. brand feeling that way
1: okay that's not i i mean will yeah. in 2013 on twitter uh-huh. you were furious <laughs> don't, don't look up the old tweets man <laughs> <laughs> all right all right i appreciate the call man all all right. Right. thanks for calling yeah in. No, i know thank you guys for your time yeah all right C- see you, bye.
8: thank
4: you for getting asking him to say something nice about me he didn't say anything. I know. <laughs> well, I, people come in they're like, well, you know, it's so good to finally hear your voice.
1: <laughs> and Josh, <Hugh> you yeah. exist. <laughs> exactly. Um right. yeah, Black History I'll, Month I'll,
4: only uh, no, what four more days? Yeah, come on, man. It's only twenty <laughs>
1: nine. Twenty nine days, days this year. Right. Yeah, so there you go. Um, no, I mean, I, I don't think there's a grand conspiracy to screw the Raptors. I really don't. Man, it's yeah, I don't They know. won the championship last year. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. No, it's and they're gonna yeah. and they're gonna win it again in June. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it could that's happen. That's I look forward
7: to it. Yeah, we have.
4: One last caller, we have Elam Elam in Ottawa, calling online too. Elam, welcome to the show. Hi guys.
3: Hello. Uh, hey Will, how was Mexico City first?
1: It was amazing. I had a really oh, yeah. good time. You I announced was that publicly. Super public warm, <laughs> and uh, now it's very cold. Even though it's only like it's still like eight degrees today. It's like, warm. With it's nine. not bad, but yeah, it's not thirty. It's not thirty.
3: Yeah, It's just the temperature change and stuff. So, to start off my question, mm-hmm. so when it comes to playoff matchups, what do you think the Raptors' biggest weaknesses against every playoff team that we might face? You never oh, know how the fans okay. work, you know?
1: Mm hmm. Okay. So, uh, do you
3: have any, like, pre thoughts about this?
1: I think, well, one thing I'm actually kind of comfortable with is the fact that I think the Raptors defensively can handle every single player in the conference. You know what I mean? And, and I say that in the sense that, like, obviously before there was LeBron in the conference. And
3: oh, yeah, LeBron. He,
1: yeah, year after year, like, that was a real issue and kind of, like, simplified and boiled down to that one singular point. Now mm-hmm. when I look at other teams, yes, there are very formidable players. Um, You know, like, giving, going against Jimmy Butler is not easy for the Raptors. You know, um, going against uh, Joel Embiid is a very difficult thing to do when you're trying to score. Uh, you know, Jason Tatum has taken a leap this year, and he looks really damn good. And obviously, Giannis is you know a, a force of nature. But I, I kind of feel more comfortable with the Raptors defensively being able to handle all those people. It's really just comes down to can the Raptors offense? score, yeah, consistently in a yeah. half court setting. So honestly,
3: the last time I called, I talked about OG's offense, and at least it's better now. So I'm yeah, very he's... happy that I was wrong.
1: You gotta talk more about it. And he, mm-hmm. you know what? It's it's great when he can give you twelve points, but he doesn't hit threes because you know yeah. that means he's involved defensively. Yeah. He's cutting. He's getting he's finishing. Steals, blocks. Yeah. yeah, and you know when he does that, it's it's game changing for. It's for fun
3: to watch. It's fun to watch it, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's also great for the team. So
1: yeah,
4: yeah. There's mm-hmm. nothing like seeing OG strip a guy at the free throw <laughs> line and then run it end to end.
1: Yeah, because yeah. him dribbling is you know <laughs> adventurous. <laughs>
4: Yeah, at the top of the year, he seemed like, I guess because uh, of the injuries, he was dribbling way too much. Him and Pat McCobb, dribbling the ball, not my favorite site.
1: Who, who's who's the least confident dribbler on the team? Somehow Surge is not last anymore, even though Surge was last for a very long time. Oh,
4: least confident dribbler on the team. Yeah.
1: O'Shea? Oh, yeah. Uh,
3: so, that's mainly <laughs> my main question. Also, another yeah. quick side question. Mm-hmm. Well, so during the last pod that you had last night, there was this weird, long break
1: slash pause at the
3: end and i was just like
1: what's going on uh, like at the end did i edit the podcast <laughs> <laughs> wrongly like, i don't it know was
3: just, it was it wasn't a minute long that's an exaggeration but it was like 40 seconds and i was just like after okay, the, the end the of the podcast one? oh yeah. oh yeah and i was just like where's the next podcast oh. I was
1: like, yeah uh we have a uh, we have a website Host mm-hmm. and it'll autofill and put in ads at certain places, uh, but oh. we don't we don't actually have that on because we are sponsored exclusively by KFC. Shut out. And I read Shout those live, so I think it, sometimes it adds an extra time for when the ad's supposed to be. But I, that's just speculation on my part. It. It's a know. it's
4: it's a bonus track that we're dropping at some point. It's, it's, yeah, we have to leave mm-hmm. it to edit like the life of Pablo.
1: Wow, it was the extra amount of slander that Assad gave, but I had to delete. Yeah, it's just too flagrant. Yeah. The Ooh, things cool. he had to say about Sabonis. oh wow. Oh.
3: Jeez. <laughs> also, Josh, you also shouted out Carlton. Yes. Uh, on your last, the last time I called. So, which university do you find better, Ottawa, Ottawa you or Carleton Because I kind of need a pick.
4: Oh, um, well, it depends on what you're interested in studying. Wow, what? But Car- which one did you go to, man? I went to Carlton. Yeah, there you go. Right yeah, school, no, come on. on. I don't have anything nice to say about you but if you, okay. well, I don't, I, I dip, it does. You should you shouldn't base where you go to university based on what
1: I think. <laughs> I'm doing this. <laughs> where, where are you going right now? Uh, I go
3: to high. I'm in high, high school. school. Right now, oh, okay. Pre- I need user. to
1: pick. Oh, okay.
4: Yeah, um, uh, Carleton was great. I had a really good time. Um, the like English and communications departments there are really great. Um. Yeah, I mean, check out Carlton. Go to an information night. Go to a campus visit. I guess you live in Ottawa. You know what it's like, but it's a yeah. beautiful campus. Ottawa U kind of a crummy city, concrete everywhere. So I don't really, I never really loved that. But uh, That's yeah,
3: Carlton has the best, like little tunnels. That's all. Yeah, really the tunnels like are cool. I, when I visited when I was younger,
4: you get to stay warm. But it's also nice to be above ground. It was overrated. <laughs> well, I remember when I went there. I'm like, I'm going to be in the tunnels all the time. But uh, I eventually decided I liked to being above ground.
3: Also, did, Vit- did Vitaly call?
4: Yeah, Vitaly called, so you can listen back to that once uh, the podcast is
1: posted. That was, like, at the, s- the second call of the day. So. Yeah, he was okay, early. I guess
4: good. he wanted to go to bed.
1: I mean, oh, to yeah, be fair, fair, it's 2 a.m. in Moscow. 2 a.m. In, <laughs> <a. m>. in, <laughs> in Moscow, the next Dre yeah. single. Let's go, Dre. Come on.
3: He <laughs> <laughs> needs to sleep to crawl, call out the fraud.
4: Exactly. No. Actually. Though. All right. Um, have a great uh evening study. Do do, do your, your homework. homework. Do your homework. Do your I homework.
3: will try. Yeah. I don't want to do physics, but it's, just, it's it's what you what you have to do.
4: It's true. All right. So,
3: thanks for having me guys. Right. Bye.
1: Be good. Right. Enjoy. Bye. That's All pretty right. wholesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh school counselor Josh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do We have Stanley's suggestions. We do have Stanley's suggestions. And then we'll send everybody home. Um and then and then we'll get to the YouTube comments because we always lead that to the very And end then we for have no to reason.
4: To uh, we'll talk about the we'll preview about tomorrow's game. We'll make our
1: predictions. Okay, all okay. right. Let's do some suggestions then first. Do You want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, I don't know why, but uh, maybe it's because I'm cra- craving Korean food. Um, which just happens like every two weeks. But uh, yeah, Echo Karaoke. On uh, Blore and Christie area ish yeah, between Christie and, and Bathurst, yeah, Echo Karaoke. Um, you know, just a great time. You can book a room, private room, for you and your boys, or you know whatever, and just go in there and, and sing songs. With uh, the thing is, they have generic uh, '90s kind of like uh, K-pop drama scenes in the background, so it, it's it's always a little weird when you're singing <laughs> like true. you know. Um, stick with you but uh it's just you know you know what's, BTS your, go- is in the background. <laughs> what's your
4: go-to karaoke song
1: uh numb encore both parts you numb know. encore both parts <laughs>
4: <laughs> i was always uh i think we're alone now by tiffany oh my I god i like that okay, a lot right.
1: confessions part two confessions part two
4: but it's not mm-hmm. that song isn't as many places as you think because i always Burn? look up usher and it's yeah and
1: I'm not trying to sing you. Okay, come on, man. Usher's got too many hits for just only to be, yeah. I've and also, yeah's not even I've fun seen, to sing. I've
4: seen you remind me, and I remember being into that. My boo? My boo, a classic. Take
1: your boo to go sing my boo. That's that. that that's my Stanley's suggestion, is Stanley, true, go take your boo <laughs> to sing my boo. A true romantic. And then uh, afterwards, you can go to uh, you know Korean Barbecue at Mapo Korean.
4: That sounds like a great suggestion. Great stuff. <clears throat> for this week, Stanley, I hope you checked out Tory Lanes and enjoyed it. Okay. Um, Hammer's Coffee on Dundas and Manning. Um, in Little Portugal, Little Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, I went there this weekend. Really great coffee. Got a cup from Quietly Roaster. Uh, it was really good. And it was a new coffee shop that I like, and it was a nice uh, trip yeah. Saturday morning. So I recommend that for Stanley this week. Toronto does have elite coffee shops. Elite coffee shops.
1: Um, okay. Let's uh, get to a couple of comments
4: here. Okay. Uh, from Jurassic Mark. Uh, from oh, I suggest Stanley take on Zamboni training. A, a late addition to Stanley's suggestions. I Yikes. like it.
1: Yikes. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, man, Stanley was he was decent yesterday. MVP chance. Nick Nurse even said nice things about Stanley. It's true. Yeah. Um, First time all season. It only took until game like 60.
4: Gia <laughs> uh, Green. Masai to New York City versus Giannis to Raptors. Which is more likely to happen?
1: Giannis to Raptors? Yeah, it's got to yeah, be I more I don't likely. think Masai's going to New York, but. You know, doesn't I, I still get stressed because of uncertainty. <laughs> Yo, MLSE man. Stop messing around. Give him that extension. Give him whatever he wants. Uh, give him a new Blackberry, anything.
4: Dave Lamp. We lost... Oh, if we lost Surge in free agency, do you think the Raptors' brotherhood will still be the same without his heart bringing the team closer? That's a good question.
1: Serge is a, a very popular guy in the locker room. Yep, he speaks to the older guys. He speaks to the younger guys in everyone's
4: preferred language.
1: <laughs> he speaks all the languages, every single one. Um, he has a great he has a great YouTube presence. Yeah, I don't know. It be it be it would be it would be a big loss for the locker room. But it seems like honestly, all the guys are a pretty good camaraderie, regardless.
4: Yeah, yeah, I think as long as long as enough of the guys, as long as the plurality of Raptors players were part of this championship run. Mm -hmm. the brotherhood will be intact it's when you know eventually kyle and norm and og all move on themselves then you'll start to see things potentially be different but like i i at the beginning of the season sort of assumed that surge leaving was a foregone conclusion i now want him to stay yeah
1: um pain causing samurai uh what has the Raptors' process of building a team over the last few years versus the Sixers' process? So I guess the Raptors' process or the Sixers' process. Well, the Sixers' process is three different things because they've had Sam Hinkey, who had a clear plan, and then they had Brian Colangelo who had his kind of plan. And he then... put you
4: on collars though.
1: Um, no man. No, <laughs> oh, no collars. Look at this Mandarin <laughs> collar, baby. OG
4: put you on scars. Twenty nine ninety nine. Colangelo put you on collars.
1: <laughs> nah, no collars. This this is a no Brian Colangelo show. Um. <laughs> And then now they have Elton Brand, who I don't know what Elton Brand's strategy he is, man. His, he's been a very unpredictable man. Yeah. Uh,
4: Him and Pete uh, Buttigieg have just as much planning done. Wow. That's okay. A, that's a joke for my political uh,
1: followers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Raptors plan has been scout well, yep. develop well, yep. and have a culture of winning so that when these players come in, you can make the most of these guys. Like, you know, one, one thing you can't say about most... Um, One thing you can't say about most teams is that when guys come in, when prospects come in, do you get the most out of them? Do the players meet their potential there, or do they go on to another situation and they meet their potential, or are they just out of the league? All the Raptors players that they bring in, like in terms of younger guys, yep. they get better, and you get the most out of those guys. And Even when they move on, they stick around in the league. Well, that's one of the things that used to be with the Raptors. is A lot of players came to Toronto, and their career died here. Yep. Right, there's a long, long list of that. Nowadays, there's tons of former Raptors everywhere. Every game you look at, you're like, "Oh, there's Corey Joseph with the Kings," or like, "Oh yeah, man, there's true. Delon Wright," you know, you know, as the sixth man for, well, I guess the seventh man because Tim Hardaway Jr. is the sixth man, um, you know, for, for for Dallas. And you know, you see just uh, the whole Spurs team. <laughs> and you know, the, the did get bought at. the Clippers, yeah, with Lou Will, with Pat Lula. Patterson,
4: Pat Patterson, Kawhi, even, yeah. <laughs> Kawhi's having a career year
1: statistically. Well, he's had to? Um, yeah, <laughs> the been, rest of that team's it, not doing it's anything. Been rough stuff. All right. Paul George never plays basketball anymore, so that's true. Man, he should go fishing. He probably is fishing right now.
4: Let's preview tomorrow's More ways game. Than one,
1: uh, yeah.
4: What do you think will happen tomorrow?
1: I think it'll be a very, very competitive game, but I do think the Bucks might take this one, only in the sense that the Raptors aren't full strength. Man, you don't have Mark Gasol. Mark is very big because you know. Uh, even even Norm, obviously Norm has had a great history against the Bucks. But Marcus Al is was really, really important in that series. Not only did he outplay Brooke Lopez, which is pretty important. Brooke is a very important player for the Bucks, but Giannis himself said it. You know, every single day in the offseason, he was waking up and he was seeing double teams from two defensive players of the year, Kawhi yeah. and Mark Casal. <laughs> Mark is a huge body, he's a big body, yep. and you need a lot of heft and strength to stop Giannis at the rim to even put up a resistance. And and Mark is really important to these things. And also Mark is just a guy who organizes the defense really well. Like Serge is a really good defender in his own right, but if if you notice, the Raptors play a lot more zone defense, a lot more triangle mm-hmm. and two boxes and one. A lot of that's enabled by a, a guy like Mark who's such a High IQ player who's such a great communicator in the back. Not saying Serge so, is not that level, but. Um, He's not at that level. It's, yeah, it's, there's just, it's just. You're a defensive player of the year. Like, you can. Yeah, defensive player, like an actual defensive player of the year winner. And yeah. so, not having that presence does really concern me. I mean, could the Raptors win? Yeah, of course. The Raptors, like, they beat every single team. It's crazy, but um the bucks are very formidable this year i think obviously the key will be sustaining that first punch the bucks are very much a team that jumps all over you at first we saw that happen to the raptors when the raptors played them earlier in november when they fell down 12 to 1 and they had to climb back out of a 20 point deficit and kyle played amazing yep but you know i think the raptors know what they gotta do to beat the bucks even this new version of the team they have the idea it's just whether they have the manpower to do it and you know
4: i think the raptors can pull it off tomorrow um principally because they'll be coming off with rest and the milwaukee bucks are in washington tonight i know that probably won't be a very competitive game
1: how much how many points do you think this is going to score 130 i think bradley Beale's going to go for 70
4: and they're going to still lose yeah um no yeah i think the milwaukee bucks will come in a little bit tired i think that will affect Giannis the least but um brooke lopez eric bledsoe chris middleton it's a second end of back-to-back that stuff yeah. matters um, I think the Raptors have a good chance at winning. Um do you wanna do scores?
1: I would say Raptors man, I guess I, I technically took the Bucks, so maybe Bucks one oh five, Raptors ninety
4: nine. I have Raptors winning one fourteen to Bucks one oh six. Okay, cool. I
1: cool. much prefer your score.
4: <laughs> Me too. So. All right. Well, uh we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, and Thank you for following us to this new time. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool to hear people call in and say thanks for moving. It means so that I can call in. I uh, will be back next Monday. Will will be doing the reaction show all week. Um, yeah, and I got back? a special
1: guest for. Uh, oh, yeah, and watch on it back as well. Uh, anyway, I got a special guest for the on the weekly podcast this week. Do
4: you want to give a, a hint?
1: He's a famous YouTuber.
4: Well, he's got FoosyTube coming to the show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Have a good week, everybody. Shout out KFC. Shout out KFC one time. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next Monday.